it's 6 Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific. To give up our own oil and gas and buy the energy that we need from countries that hate us. So those countries that hate us will have more money to buy weapons to try to kill us. Coast to coast and around the world from the America Out Loud Talk Radio Studios. Now, I, I realize you can't fix stupid, but you can vote it out. It's time for Truth Be Told with Booker Scott. That sound you're hearing is the sound of a dump truck loaded with more of your cash to be dumped into Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and others with absolutely no accountability on how that money will actually be spent or without clear outcomes and objectives attached to the massive spending. The Senate passed another $95 billion in foreign aid, and now it heads to the House of Representatives. Speaking of the House, is there another Mayorkas impeachment headed their way? And what about Donald Trump? He's having another really busy week in courts around the country. I'm Booker Scott, and this is The Truth Be Told on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you so much for listening live or finding us on a podcast. This hour is brought to you by GoldCo, and I've partnered with GoldCo because I'm a customer, and I believe in their plan to protect my investments and yours. Go to BookerLikesGold.com to get free info and to find out if it's right for you. That's BookerLikesGold.com. Let's start this hour with the Trump court cases, and it's, it's very confusing. It's very busy week for them. Can you imagine being an attorney right now for Donald Trump trying to keep all of this straight? What a mess. And to think that these prosecutors actually believed at a time that these cases would get to a point of conclusion before the election. And if you want to talk about election interference, here it is. Trump's week started on Monday in a Florida court in Fort Pierce, Florida, where he is facing Jack Smith and the DOJ in the classified documents case from Mar-a-Lago. Jack Smith and his team had been withholding discovery information from the Trump team, and Judge Cannon, she ruled a couple of weeks ago that the DOJ had to release some of that information. Not all of it, but some of it. So Monday, Judge Cannon met with Donald Trump and his legal team in a closed hearing without Jack Smith and anyone from the DOJ. Later, Cannon met with the DOJ, not in the presence of the Trump team. You'll remember last Thursday, Trump's attorneys argued before the Supreme Court of the United States about Colorado's court ruling that Trump could be eliminated from the Colorado ballot. And we can expect a ruling on that or an opinion on that probably within a week. Monday, Trump's attorneys were back at the Supreme Court, this time about the D.C. Circuit Court's ruling that Trump isn't immune from prosecution over Jack Smith's insurrection election interference case in Judge Chutkin's court. Uh, She had previously ruled Trump is not immune, and the D.C. Circuit upheld that ruling in a three-to-nothing decision. And they put aside Trump's case until it could get to the Supreme Court. The D.C. Circuit Court put the deadline on Monday on that, so it was before Supreme Court again. Let's move on to Thursday, February 15th. In New York, the state Supreme Court Justice Juan Merchan scheduled a hearing on the charges that Trump falsified records in 2016 to pay adult film star 
Uh, wait, is it, do they still do use film or is it just video now? Anyway, it's Stormy Daniels and a former Playboy model there that Trump paid to keep quiet about any relationship or to just keep quiet in general. That trial had been scheduled for March 25th, but all the pre-trial work on those cases was put on hold after the federal cases took center stage. This hearing on Thursday could let us know when that trial could get started. Then we go south to Georgia in Fulton County. Fulton County Superior Judge Scott McAfee will hold a hearing about the prosecutor in the election of the interference case against Trump and 14 co-defendants. Trump and other defendants have asked to remove District Attorney Fannie, Fonnie, Willis, whatever you want to call her, from the case because of her personal relationship with another prosecutor, Nathan Wade. That's the one that she paid about $700,000 to while they're having sex and they're going on cruises. Uh, Willis has acknowledged that relationship but said she hasn't benefited from it financially and that she intends to remain on the case. We'll see what that judge has in mind for that. Removing her could further delay a trial that's not expected to start until at least August. And finally, the civil fraud case against Trump in New York. Supreme Court Justice Arthur Ingeron has aimed to issue his ruling by mid-February after already ruling Trump and his namesake company committed fraud by overvaluing real estate repeatedly for years to gain benefits from lenders and insurers. And that's the case where there was no victim. The prosecution claimed that the Trump organization inflated property values in order to get loans. And the banks were always paid back on time by the Trump organization. And of course, banks also have independent property appraisers and underwriters to ensure that loan applications are accurate because it's the banks that can be taken. And in this case, they were not taken by Trump and his organization. You want to talk about election interference? Well, what I just said to you there is widespread election interference all across the East Coast, from Georgia to New York, down to Florida to Washington, D.C. Don't ever let another Democrat say those words again. Widespread election interference, because that's exactly what this is. It's exactly hypocrisy. The Senate worked all night Monday and into Tuesday morning. I woke up at about 4.30 Tuesday, turned on the television, and I heard Republican senators giving speeches against the $95 billion aid package. Senator Rand Paul put it nicely here. So I, for one, think that the American people are opposed to this bill. I think they're opposed to the concept of Ukraine first and America last. And I predict that this issue doesn't go away. I predict that the House of Representatives is not going to take up this bill. I predict that the vast majority of the Republicans in the House of Representatives are more conservative than the Republicans in this, in this body. And I predict that this fight is not over. During this debate, and the fact that we were able to delay and talk about this for five days, five and a half days, the Speaker of the House spoke out. And I don't know that he would have been prompted to speak out, although he has spoken out previously against this. But the Speaker of the House spoke out today and said he's not taking this bill up. See, they've put together border reform that actually would transform things, border reform that acknowledges that it's an emergency. 
So I will be a no and continue to be a no on this bill because I think it puts a Ukraine first and America last. As I said, it passed early Tuesday morning, and here's what's in it. It's, it's going to sound familiar to you because it's pretty much everything that was in that bill last week that didn't pass. $60 billion for Ukraine, $14 billion for military assistance to Israel, which, if you remember, right after the Mayorkas failed impeachment vote last week, Speaker Johnson put forth $14.8 billion package for Israel. And that's $500 million more than the Biden administration had even asked for. Again, it was a standalone bill that Johnson put forth, and it did not pass. It failed also. There's $9 billion in this for humanitarian aid for Gaza and $5 billion to defend Taiwan. Other senators made some great points. Here is Senator Josh Hawley from Missouri. My goodness, we have enough money to make hundreds of millions of dollars of our taxpayer funds available to the private sector in Ukraine. We are now literally funding their businesses, their banks, Lord knows what. We've got money without end. We've got enough money to pay for bureaucrat salaries. We've got enough money to pay for Ukrainian government officials' pensions. We've got enough money for so-called humanitarian aid that gets funneled away from, siphoned off into any manner of corrupt uses. We won't know because we don't have a special inspector general to oversee this money, but that's a different story. Oh no, we've got plenty of money. And I have listened carefully, carefully, to colleague after colleague of mine come to this floor and stand where I am now and say, it's so important that we spend this money on these overseas wars, we must spend the money. If we don't spend this money now, why, it may cost us more money in the future. No, it's, it's imperative. It's imperative that we spend this money. Meanwhile, these same people turn to the citizens of Missouri and say, you're not worth a dime. They say, you can't have a penny. They turn to the residents of Kentucky and Tennessee and Alaska and New Mexico and Arizona and Utah and Texas and they say, we don't care that you were poisoned. We don't have a dime for you. We have unlimited money for Ukraine. We're gonna rebuild the borders of Ukraine. That's in this bill, but we don't have anything for you. And I think Josh Hawley does a great job speaking for the American people. It's not that we don't wanna help Ukraine or Gaza. We want some accountability. Where is the money going? And none of us know. We've spent, what, $120 billion now on Ukraine, and nobody can tell us where it is? There's no inspector general attached to this that can do some cleanup later on and say exactly where it went. We're funding private companies and bureaucrats in Ukraine. And yet, we can't help the people that took a jab and got sick from it. It's sickening. Here is Senator Mike Lee. From Utah. There are a number of things that make the United States Senate unique as an institution. We've got every single state in the union that's represented equally. If you're a big state or a small state, huge population or a tiny one, you've got two senators. That makes our work all the more important and all the more unique. We need to represent our states, looking out for the people of our states and our states sometimes as states. I can make a case. That voting to pass this bill under these circumstances, without amendments or any language whatsoever, forcing 
the issue of border security, forcing the border to be made secure by a reluctant, recalcitrant, willfully disobedient administration hell-bent on not enforcing the border. This is a decision that empowers drug cartels, dissolves our borders, and spends insane amounts of money that we don't have on priorities of foreign countries, all at the same time. Now, look, senators here today, as always, have an obligation to vote no on bills that do bad things. We have an obligation to vote no today on bills, including and especially this bill. But all bills, certainly, that prioritize gangs above governors, cartels above courts, encourage breaking the law over enforcing the law, voting yes on this bill is a capitulation. It's a surrender. It's a vote for flooded classrooms, classrooms and crowded hospitals. It's a vote for increased homelessness, death by overdose. It's a vote that undermines law enforcement, puts citizenship itself at risk and in doubt adds burdens to teachers, food banks, undercuts safety in our community parks, and threatens the first jobs that lead to the second jobs that ultimately culminate in the best jobs for our younger people. Those who vote yes undermine what senators are elected to do, first and foremost, which is to represent our states, not sides. Every senator has the chance, the chance today, the chance tonight, this very evening, to vote no on this bill and by so doing vote in support of governors, schools, hospitals, churches, playgrounds, clean streets, and safe neighborhoods. By voting against more funding for Ukraine tonight in this bill, without any language finally compelling President Biden to enforce the border, senators have a chance to vote against more border chaos, no to sanctioned corruption, and no to shifting our burden of representation onto the shoulders of families. But of course, the U.S. Senate didn't vote that way. In fact, there were a lot of Republicans that backed this bill. Again, no border security attached to any of this. It's just giving away our money, your money, the hard-earned money that you make. It's giving it away to these countries with no strings attached. If all those numbers that I went through earlier sound familiar, it's because they should, because it's identical to the border bill or the national security supplement that failed to pass last week because it was all tied. You heard Mike Lee there talk about it. It was all tied to legalizing illegal immigration. As you heard Josh Hawley there a few minutes ago, Speaker Johnson has not used as strong of words this time about this being dead on arrival as he did last week, but he has said that the House will not take this up for a vote. We'll see. What do you think? What do you think about all of your money going to all of these places all over the world while we have a wide open southern border? Which, by the way, it was just announced a new record for a quarter in American history. There were 735,000 illegal immigrants encountered at the southern border in October, November, and December of 23 which was the first fiscal quarter of the new year. I want to hear you. What do you think about it? Are you frustrated? Are you mad? We're going to go live into a Wednesday X space in just a few minutes. Are you sick of it? Or are you okay with supporting these countries? I found Mitch McConnell's words about this funding for countries interesting. He said that he sees Russian President Vladimir Putin as a threat to democracy in Europe. 
An investment in Ukraine's effort to hold Russia at bay would prevent the involvement of American troops down the line, he argued. Should Russia succeed and feel emboldened to attack an ally in the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, or NATO? So that's what he believes would happen. The interesting thing is that's not what the Biden administration has said about it. Of course, Trump is running around saying he would abolish NATO. So maybe you're seeing some of that rhino hatred of Trump coming out there in McConnell. It's also interesting that Jack Sullivan, uh, National Security Director, said back in September the main reason to fund Ukraine and to stop Russia was because it is a deterrent to China overtaking Taiwan. So which is it? I guess it really could be both, but uh, giving more and more money with no clear objective and zero accountability is really the whole problem I have with it. Our government continues to give away our money with no return on investment. Why can't politicians see that us, the Americans, we are absolutely sick of it? I know I am. And we're going to find out from you here in just a couple of minutes as we go into that X space. But as I say almost daily here, I'm here Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific. I tell you what's going on in the world, and I'm so glad that you have joined us. I, I can't tell you what's going to happen in the future. Nobody can. So what you do about it, it's up to you. It's your business. But when it comes to your money, you should understand what's at stake. So that's why I partnered with GoldCo, because I know this can possibly help you at this very time in history. So go to BookerLikesGold.com, get your free gold and silver kit, find out if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. It shows you how to get into precious metals at BookerLikesGold.com. It shows you how to do it tax-free and penalty-free, even if your money is still in a retirement account like an IRA or a 401k. And you may already qualify to get that $10,000 in free silver. You see the writing on the wall. We talk about it here every day. Go to BookerLikesGold.com to get your free gold and silver kit right now. Because this is about taking back control of our privacy and our freedom. I can't predict the future, but I can prepare for it. And so can you. Go to BookerLikesGold.com. Let's get into that live access space next. Let's find out how you, the American people, are feeling about all of this going on. We're going to talk about the Trump court cases, and we're also going to find out about this $95 billion. How do you feel about it? We'll talk about it next. Fiction becomes a religion. Places where nothing is clear. Sanity and reason just disappear. Chairman, there are multiple members that could yield you time. I would ask that you... I will have you physically removed from this meeting if you don't stop. More truth in minutes on America Out Loud Talk Radio. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, 
Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the Cofix RX banner on AmericaOutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, AmericaOutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use Cofix RX because it works. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Thank you so much for listening to America Out Loud Talk Radio. I am Booker Scott. And don't forget the great lineup that we have every afternoon at 1 o'clock, Chasing Justice. 2 o'clock, The Dean's List. Attorney Tom Renz comes on at 3. The Constitution Study with Paul Engel at 4. America Out Loud Pulse. You're here with me at 6 o'clock. And Unleash the Political News Hour comes up at 7 o'clock. So we've been having this discussion about the Trump court cases. And now we're going into a conversation about this $95 billion that we're going to be sending to these countries all over the place, not tied to anything to do with the border. I know it gets frustrating. We, I just mentioned a few minutes ago about Mike Johnson. Well, he said this Tuesday afternoon, he's still firm on not bringing this to a vote. He said this Tuesday afternoon, quote, national security begins with border security. So it sounds like he's not going to bring it to the vote, but there is a way for it to come to a vote without the speaker bringing it. And I'm going to get to that in a few minutes, but we're going to go live into this X space. And for those of you listening on America Out Loud Talk Radio, what you're going to be hearing are people from all over the country, maybe different places in the world. And this is an X space, formerly Twitter. And it's a place for people to go and share ideas and conversations. And I call this the pulse of the people. And we've been doing this every Wednesday afternoon. And we're going to do that right now. We're going to start with Michelle. Michelle, go ahead. You have the floor. Hey, great to be on today. Thanks so much. So my line of work, my job takes me as a medical examiner in dealing with veterans um, in the state of Kansas. And I I don't think it can be any in any way, shape or form estimated the demoralization that is happening across the country with our veterans. I'm, I'm actually a little bit. Um, yeah, we lost Michelle there, but let's go to AC. We'll try to get Michelle connected here in just a second. Go ahead, AC. 
Um, yes, to Michelle's point, when we're looking at this bill and the money that's being allocated to different countries, um, what it makes me think of is the fact that when taxes, which tax season is upon us, um, if we're short a dollar, you know, we have the, you know, we could get audited and, you know, castigated for not doing our taxes properly, not giving the government their dollar. However, um, there's only been one country that I know of that shows a sheet of what that money is allocated and spent towards, and that is Israel. Um, when they uh, receive money, there's a contract that goes back and forth with weaponry, and they account for all items purchased. Why don't we do that for other countries? Why are we not seeing um, uh, sheets of uh, invoices what each dollar is spent on. And the fact that our government body is not deba demanding this makes me think that they're inept to serve in a in a seat of authority because, I mean, it, it's antithetical to what we know as common sense. When you loan someone money, you know where it's going, what it's being used for, and to not do that is absolutely irresponsible. So, you know, not only is it shameful what's happening to our veterans, not only do we have fentanyl coming over the borders and many of our own citizens are dying daily, not only did we have medical tyranny happen and biomedical tyranny, but on top of that, it seems those that were put in a position to um, govern are doing everything but governing. And so I'm so glad that you're bringing these uh, topics up because these are much needed conversations that the citizens of this country need to be able to talk about since our elected officials seem to lack the fortitude to be able to do so. It's interesting, isn't it, that uh, it's easy to spend someone else's money when it isn't yours. And it's also a lot of hypocrisy as well. AC, I want to come back to you and ask you a question real quick. Do you have a problem with giving Ukraine money? Because I don't know that I necessarily do. I just want to know what it's going for. And specifically, like you mentioned, I, I want to have an accounting for it. What are your thoughts on that? Correct. So for me, um, it, it, in this world, although I don't believe in having a one world government, it's dangerous to our own sovereignty. However, we do have commerce, import, exporting. We have invested interests. And in that, we have partners. And those partners do a trade amongst themselves. And with that, sometimes there is a, a money um, uh, loan. There is actually sometimes money given, especially to poor nations or those who are struggling for the time being or are being attacked by outside forces that seem to not like America as well. So it's a vested interest. In that case, once um, the money is allocated and we see where those funds are going and all is accounted for and there's no misappropriation of funds, then that is something that our elected officials were put into office to actually be able to look into um, for the stated purposes that is in the best interest of our country. We don't see that right now. We see the handouts of not only our, to our friends, but our enemies, to those who like us, to those who hate us. And the ones who seem to be our friends, we make them account for everything. And the ones that we either take over their area or we want the mineral rights to their area, 
area. We just pour money on them to get them to turn a blind eye while we have deceptive measures. And it seems that in that give and take, we're going to make a lot of enemies that puts our citizenry at risk for things that we did not okay. And for things that actually, when we're tasked to keep our families safe and we're tasked to keep our heads on a swivel and we're tasked to obey the law, they make it very difficult to do so with the example that they're giving us. And they don't have a right to complain about our behavior when we're learning our behaviors from them. When they complain about the Americans having debt, yet our country is trillions in debt, that kind of falls on deaf ears. And so in order for them to have that authority, they really actually need to be the example. And right now, they are worse than a drug dealer and a drug addict with their example. So, you know, they need to do better. Thank you, AC. And wh- what part of the country are you in? Because you should, Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Atlanta, you should probably go kick Fannie Willis out of her office and take over for her, or at least run for office somewhere in the state of Georgia. Let's stay in Georgia. Let's go over to Scotty. Scotty, go ahead. The floor is yours. Yeah, I think we have to we have to look at everything. Uh, you think like uh, Zelensky, okay? How was he put in power over there? We know it was all with Soros money and all the support from the deep state. And so all we're doing is throwing the money into the deep state to come against us as a country and as people. So uh, we, we definitely need to, I don't know how we'll get control over unless we get these people out of there. I mean, like Mitch McConnell and, you know, Lindsay. I mean, we get all these people in there that are rhinos. That they don't really care about our money. They don't care about our country, obviously. They're sending us a message with this bill that they just really don't care about us. They don't care how they get the money as long as they get it. And uh, they finance these wars. And, you know, in, in the times of wars, we always spend more money and spend more money. We shouldn't be financing these wars. We have people here. I mean, charity starts at home. We have uh, people here, the veterans. We have other people, disabled. And now they're all going to have to struggle to get the benefits that we should be giving them rather than giving these other countries. It just doesn't make sense. What do you think about that book? Well, I, I think... I agree with you. Uh, you mentioned Lindsey Graham. I found it interesting that he was no, he was against this, uh, which was shocking, surprising. Uh, and he said he is headed to the border. So it was unusual that Lindsey Graham backed away from the opportunity to spend $95 billion in wars. And he had, and he's headed for the, for the border. Uh, Chuck Schumer, he said this, he posted this on Tuesday afternoon. If Speaker Johnson brings this to a vote, it'll pass with bipartisan support. If the far right kills it, it's a gift to Putin. So they always play that Russia, 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 Putin stuff. Uh, I want you to listen to this. This is Joe Biden. Again, this was Tuesday afternoon. By a margin of 70 to 29 to move forward with the bipartisan national security bill. Now. Now it moves to the House, and I urge Speaker Johnson to bring it to the floor immediately, immediately. There's no question that if the Senate bill was put on the floor in the House of Representatives, it would pass. It would pass. And the Speaker knows that. So I call on the Speaker to let the full House speak its mind and not allow a minority of most extreme voices in the House to block this bill even from being voted on even from being voted on. This is a critical act for the House to move. It needs to move. The bill provides urgent funding for Ukraine so it can keep defending itself against Putin's vicious, vicious onslaught. 
So there you have the words of Joe Biden, and I think he's right. I don't know what you guys think, but I believe that this bill would easily pass in the House of Representatives if it gets there. And I'm going to tell you a way that it could get there without Speaker Johnson bringing it for a vote. Uh, let's go to Parson in Michigan. Parson, how you doing? Well, I'm doing wonderful. And I got to I gotta tell you, AC Truth, I really loved your answer. I loved how you really did break it down. You didn't aim it at any one individual. Or, or particular circumstances, you gave like a, a way for people to measure the scale. And I, I greatly appreciate that perspective. Uh, I'm going to come a little harder at this particular issue and the fact that I've uncovered another way we're losing. Um, I mean, you know, we all, you, you can go into these rooms and, you know, I fight the cabal conspiracy theories in a lot of spaces it's not that there's one single cabal it's there's multiple cabals especially inside of the west and when they can agree on an issue they will they will cling together and work together on that issue so we have to understand we have a problem now how big of this problem is well what what i'm going to get to is something i've kind of uncovered youtube is literally you know, YouTube's AI tracks what you watch and what you're interested in. And I'm literally finding thousands and thousands of of Australians, uh, people from the United Kingdom, people from Canada, and people from the United States who, guess what? Over the last two years, they've all moved to Russia. One is a, a young family of farmers from um, uh, from uh, uh, Saskatchewan. And they sold everything. They sold their farm. They sold all their farming equipment. And it's not easy, by the way, folks, to go to Russia. Russia is not like us. They're not an open border country. You can come visit. But if you're planning on coming to live in there. And what I uncovered is Russia is actually soliciting people like these farmers. They actually have programs. It's mind-boggling. I, I cannot possibly explain it in any re re uh, real detail. You'd have to literally watch as these people go through their through their process. But they literally are targeting Western Europeans and Americans and Canadians that want to come and live in Russia, raise their families in Russia, and run a business in Russia. And they literally have plans put in place with their government. And, and, and through that, though, you also get your eyes open to what it's really like there. I, I fell into – I found a, a new guy popped up on my recommended view list, and he's a Brit. And he – he went. I posted the. I posted his YouTube up. He went to what is you know McDonald's left, and they sold their whole corporation for one dollar, and one company bought it. And I got to tell you, <laughs> they are doing a lot better. I mean, you see, you see their food, and you see their stores, and you're like, wow, why can't we do that here? And uh, it, it, our whole persona, our whole knowledge base is kind of misconstrued. And I think a lot of it was a, is a language barrier, but also the way we were grown up. There's not a single, you can go back to 2018, Secret Lives of Pets. And, and I bring this up as an example. Even our, our children's programming, all of our media, including our entertainment, do one thing. They paint Russians as being evil, and they're anything but that. And I just wanted to give that perspective. So I think for for the speaker, no means no. 
he came out twice today. He was asked about it. He said, I'm not even, cons- this bill is not even in consideration. So it's, it's a dead horse. Okay. Thank you, Parsons. I'm going to give you a way that it's not dead. And one Republican in the Senate is working on it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of Mark Wayne Mullen, but he is a freshman senator. He's was just elected in 22, started in 23. And he has brought something up, and he's working with Republicans in the House of Representatives to do what's called a discharge petition. And all that takes is 218 members to vote to bring it to the floor and go around the speaker. So that's a possibility. Who is this Mark Wayne Mullen? Well, if you remember back a few months ago, he's the one that almost got into a fight with the Teamsters president, O'Brien. I've got that for you. Here, listen to this. Now, let's talk about Mr. O'Brien himself, his behavior. As everybody knows in this here, and the last time, <laughs> him and I kind of had a back and forth. I uh, appreciate your demeanor today. It's quite different. But after you left here, you got pretty excited about the keyboard. In fact, you tweeted at me one, two, three, four, five times. And let me read what the last one said. Quit the tough guy act in these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place... Any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, stop it. Is that your solution? And and here comes Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is going to be the referee. He has the gavel. There's there's a fight breaking out in the hill. And that's uh, that is uh, Mark. Wayne, and by the way, Mark Wayne is spelled with, uh, it's spelled one word. I'm going to turn that off. Uh, Mark Wayne is one, one word. It's not Mark and his middle name is Wayne. It's Mark Wayne. And that's his name. Uh, So anyway, keep an eye on that because that is a possibility. It could happen whether Speaker Johnson wants it to come to the floor for a vote or not. So just keep an eye on that. We are in, in the middle of a X space here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. Thank you for being here. The conversation will continue in just a minute as we're talking about the Trump court cases and also the $95 billion national security supplement. More coming in just a minute. More The Truth Be Told with Booker Scott in minutes on America Out Loud. Yeah. Expert opinions, honest debate, and in-depth investigations are what you've come to expect from AmericaOutloud.news. We don't shy away from speaking the truth boldly and plainly. All that's missing is the propaganda that has infected legacy and social media. Get the best of down and dirty, wholesome American speak. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Asiya believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our customers will tell you how our products have made a difference for them, from improving immune health and supporting gut health to reducing the appearance of wrinkles and even improving mind, mood, and energy. Make our breakthrough products 
an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Make sure you go to americaoutloud.news and go to the shop. And while you're there, use the promo code OUTLOUD for up to a 25% discount. Coming up tonight at 7, right after us, it's Unleashed, the political news hour. At 8 o'clock, the national security hour. And at 9 o'clock, it's After Dark with Robin Andrew. I'm Booker Scott, and this is The Truth Be Told on America Out Loud Talk Radio. We are inside our X space, as we do every Wednesday, uh, to get a pulse of the people. What are you thinking about this $95 billion behemoth going to all these other countries with no nothing attached to it to do anything for the border? And then I also talked about the Trump court cases, but we really seem to be interested in this $95 billion. So we'll just stay there. Wherever the conversation takes us, that's where we go. Let's go down to crazies. Could be in my wife's family, but go ahead, crazies. The floor is yours. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, that, that's always a possibility. So First, uh, this is our first time talking. Hi, Scott. So about the $95 billion, I just look at it this way. The last time I checked, the 50 states of the United States does not include Somalia, nor does it include China or any other country such as Ukraine, Israel or Gaza. It does include East Palestine, Ohio. If you really want to talk about a Palestine, it would be East Palestine, Ohio, which has been abandoned, utterly abandoned by the Biden administration, except when Pete Buttigieg went down there to, you know, virtue signal to the crowd that he's wearing a hard hat. Look at me. I'm also part doing my thing. So this is the, the $95 billion, giving it away to other countries, foreign governments. I'm utterly and completely opposed to it, not only because it's my money or it's the country's money. It's because it's money that we don't even have. It's money that we're borrowing from the future, our future generations, or actually it is my generation. I am Generation Z. So I will probably be the one who's suffering the consequences in the near future. 
will be utterly bankrupt. The the entire dollar will fall apart, especially with BRICS. I don't believe that BRICS in and of itself, the China, the thing that China and Russia are sure. doing, I don't think yeah. that's really that much a threat to the United States right now. But it definitely has the potential to become one, especially since we are, especially since we are destroying the credibility of the dollar and borrowing without without any end to it. So the all the arguments that we're saying that we need to protect democracy in Ukraine, it's not a democracy, it's a dictatorship. But if even if we're going to make that argument, we just don't have that money and we're stealing the money from future generations. And I, I would say it's one of the greatest evils that has been that has been propagated here in the United States. Thank you, Crazy. Good points. And I'm, I'm hearing this over and over again. We have a lot of problems here at home. Let's take care of them before we start trying to help everybody else. I heard this the other day. I don't remember. It might have been Rand Paul that said this, that if you're in an airplane and all of a sudden the oxygen masks drop down, you are supposed to put it on yourself first so that you can save everybody else. We kind of have it the opposite right now for a country. Two trillion dollars. We're spending every year more than what we take in and $34 trillion in debt. Let's go to KT in Louisiana. Go ahead. Hey, Booker. Thanks for having me on. I just, I, the way that fight broke out and how our own government is talking about the American people, um, it's just, it's very concerning. Uh, you know, Ultra and I were speaking earlier about how we just don't understand how people are not paying attention to what's going on in our own country. We've printed a, a mass amount of money. We're sending money out of this country. We're lacking infrastructure. We're lacking manufacturing. And I'm just to the point of going, what's next? As Parson brought up, like, people are interested in moving to Russia, like, what is going to happen to America in the next five years? What's going to happen to, uh, you know, people's retiring? Like, there's not going to be any money left in our country. And so... I guess I'm more of asking you a question. Like I'm feeling frustrated and confused with with our government and being involved locally at the best ability we can. But it seems like every day someone's getting caught with their hand in the cookie jar, and every day somebody is um, arguing on the hills to try to send money out of this country. So what do we do next? Because our voices are not being heard. Our government clearly seems to be against America's interest, and it's concerning. You know, I had a a gentleman on the show the other night. I think it was Friday night. His name was Diego Rivera, and he has taken on a task to get it where the federal government cannot federalize the National Guard without Congress uh, declaring a war which hasn't happened in a very, very long time, yet uh, the federal government takes our National Guard and puts them all over the place. I say all that to bring up that he and two other guys have been successful in getting that through 30 different general assemblies in this country. That's not easy work, but that's the type of thing that it takes to be able to turn this big Titanic that's sinking, turn it around and get it going in the right direction. Let's go down to Cowboy. Cowboy, go ahead. Hey, good evening, y'all. I appreciate you having me on. Um, Listen, if, if you work for a company, right, and they find that you've been using company funds and misappropriating them, what happens? They cut your daggum credit card off. They close your expense account. Like, you know, we, the people, they work for us. This is our money. 
and it's time we cut their funding. Like, I, I don't know how else this gets fixed unless the American people finally say, I've had enough and I'm done. I'm not giving you my money because, listen, I'm a farmer, okay? Farm inputs continue to go up through the roof. Um, <laughs> I was at one of my local butcher shops this week. And filet mignon was $36 a pound. And I know it's filet mignon. Like, we're talking about people can't afford groceries. You know, who really cares about the people buying filet mignon? But the point is, it starts at the high end. And it's going to trickle down to, to ground chuck, okay, to 80-20. You best believe the cost of this stuff's going to go up. And Americans are already struggling. Americans are already trying to figure out how they can balance paying their daggum, you know, propane bill, um, you know, paying the electric bill and putting food on the table for the three kids. Um, and that's only going to get worse. Um, we, we are not, we are not heading in the right direction. Guys. No doubt. No not. doubt. We are not. And you bring up, you bring up the cows. Uh, I don't know if you, you probably know this since you're a farmer. Uh, we, we have less cows in this country right now than we've had in 70 years. So that's, Absolutely. Uh, that's only going to make the price of, of beef and the things you were talking about go up higher. Uh, so yeah, the, the, and, and you know, we're coming out of wintertime guys. A lot, a lot of folks, you know, probably don't know this, but we're coming out of wintertime, but you know, we still got a couple of months for, for a lot of the country, especially where most, you know, the cows are produced in the Midwest and the great plains. And, you know, hay costs are outrageous, and you have to feed your cows hay in the wintertime. Um, hay costs are through the roof right now. Um, you know, even just small square bales, if you have, like, a homestead or whatever, and you've got goats, you probably feel this. But a few years ago, you know, you could get a square bale for five or six bucks, and they're like 12 bucks a piece right now. It's ridiculous. That's Bidenomics for you. And this this space here, this X space here on America Out Loud Talk Radio, is about Trump's court cases, which we've not talked about at all. So that's fine. We'll leave it alone. All that will take care of itself in time. But everybody is talking about the $95 billion bill that is now at the House. It passed the Senate, and now it's at the House. We'll see what they do with it. Uh, Johnson says he's not bringing it to a vote, but there is an effort to try to bring it to a vote without Speaker Johnson. So that will be interesting to watch. Uh, go ahead, Ultra. Ultra is in Florida. Um, just something I wanted to throw out there that um, I've been thinking about. And um, at my age, I'm 62. I will be 62 in March. And um, they're spending all this money. And what have we been hearing for decades? Social Security is going broke. How are we going broke if we're sending $95 billion to other countries. So just think about it. That's our money. That's our money that we have paid in that was supposed to be for us to retire and have some kind of semblance of a life after, you know, we're too old to work. But um, meanwhile, they're just throwing our money out there to other countries. That is our retirement that we've been paying in. That was just something that's been bothering me all week, um, that they're giving our money away. But yet, you know, Social Security has been going broke for decades. So that's all I really wanted to say. This conversation is going all over the place, but it does tie back to the fact that we're giving away $95 billion. When it comes to Social Security, I want you to pay attention to the first word in that. It is social. It, it, it is a social entitlement. And when we say our money, I, you have to go back to the very beginning because the people that originally started taking money had not put a dime in. 
And that's what a social system is. So um, I, I do like to point that out, although it's a big it's a big item for me. It's one reason why I supported Mar- Marco Rubio. He's the only person that's been talking about it for years and years. It has to be fixed. Let's go to the state of New York and let's go to Laura. Laura, go ahead. Thanks. I'm actually in Wisconsin, but ex-New Yorker. But thank you. Um, so there was a couple of things that came up, but I won't take long. Uh, I have a friend that's out in Jersey. She sent me a video. Her son works. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say where he works, but where he works, they ship cows, and the cows were headed to Russia. So that made me think of Cowboy talking about the shortage of cows. Okay, this is during right like this is a few months back that she sent me that video, and I still have it, I'm sure. Secondly, um, I was going over the Trump case, um, listening to an attorney break it down. It's actually pretty amazing on how wrong D.C. courts got it. And then uh, lastly, you're talking about the bill. I wanted to say, and this is why I brought up Wisconsin, that's actually why I raised my hand originally. Uh, A few years back, in 2015, uh, the country Georgia sent over representatives to model their prison there with the prison my mother institution where I was originally started we call it the mother and they wanted to model it and why I bring this up is is this answers your question like where does some of that money go they each every person that went over were given a 35,000 spending money not just the hotels and the flights and the food that was all paid for by government, but they each got spending money of thirty-five grand that were sent over. So that just gives you an idea of where some of this money goes, and it's absolutely ridiculous. So that's my three points. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. And I did a program on that a few weeks ago, and it was about the United Nations that is giving out billions of dollars, which is also your tax money. Let's go to John. John, go ahead. Hey, thank you. And thank you for hosting the space. Um, I just wanted to bring a couple of things out there. Um, you know, you go back within the three years to, to fund the police. Uh, you go back to the open borders where they say they're secure, but we all know they're open. Um, then you go back to their the catch and release and the no cash bail. And you put that together with, let's disarm the population. Um, I, I hate to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but it all sounds like they're connected to where they're going to make us um, slaves. Um, we're not going to have a choice in, in, in government or what we want to do. Um, as far as I know, has a... Uh, 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 a thing in there where it says you where you have to fund cops. So I, I just want to throw that out there. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And you have been listening to a live X space here on America Out Loud Talk Radio. The conversation, as you can hear, can go anywhere, but that's okay. That's the beauty of it. We get to hear Americans' opinions, what they really feel. You can hear it. You can hear it in the voices. You can hear it in the questions. You can hear it in the things that they are saying. And we do that every Wednesday night right here on The Truth Be Told. Coming up next, it's Unleashed, the political news hour.
right here. And you were told 2,000 years ago that you are the salt of the earth. And salt without flavor, it has no value. So keep being salty. There is only one truth. You've been listening to The Truth Be Told with Booker Scott on America Out Loud. <laughs>